Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. So if you have an interesting, naughty life or an interesting fetish that you want to call in and talk about while remaining anonymous, you could be on the show. Just send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a confession that you want to leave on my confessions hotline, you could do that. You could call anytime, 24-7. You got four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. I changed the voices over there and all my <clears throat> confessions are aired on my Patreon the confessions number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Like I said, the uh, anonymous confessions, I changed the voices. They're aired on my Patreon. My Patreon account is super great. I have three different tiers there. I have a cross-dressing tier there. Since we're talking about cross-dressing today, I also have a pantyhose fetish tier as well as just the $5 tier where you get anonymous pics of my guests, early and ad-free episodes, access to my private Discord channel where people are getting like super naughty over there. And then, like I said, on the tiers, the pantyhose tier or the pantyhose fetish tier or the cross-dressing fetish tier, uh, you get exclusive content. I post one extra exclusive episode uh, in for those tiers a month. If you join the cross-dressing tier, you get all of the pantyhose episodes too, as well as all the cross-dressing ones. And, you know, the minute you become a member, you get all the stuff that's already up there. And since I've been doing my Patreon for a couple of years, you're getting hundreds of uh, exclusive episodes, specifically on the pantyhose fetish, as well as specifically on the cross-dressing fetish. Uh, you, it's $7 for the Banios tier, $10 for the cross-testing tier. You could sign up and you could cancel at any time and you could come back whenever you want. It's super fun. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. All the information I just gave you is in the description. Today I have on Mike, uh, he is into wearing diapers, A, B, D, L, adult baby diaper lovers. And he's also into cross-dressing. He didn't start dressing again until recently, but he does have some memories of 
stealing his sister's stuff when he was younger, her underwear. He would like to steal it and wear it to school. It was very bold of him. <laughs> but he was very also into like wetting himself when he was younger. I and mean, that was something that he did. He got caught doing fucking everything, okay? Like his getting caught stories like take up half of this episode because he got caught wetting. He got caught wearing his sister's underwear multiple times. Talks about how his mom reacted, what she made him do. Pretty horrifying. Also, her catching him wedding and figuring out that he was doing it on purpose. And then he caught wind of his grandmother's like adult diapers and he started wearing diapers. And then that became a thing for him. And then he eventually gets married and he talks about how his wife caught him. First, she caught him with diapers and then she caught him wearing pantyhose or she caught like I don't know you'll hear how she caught him with the pantyhose thing like and that's something that he picked up recently like after he got caught with the cross-dressing when he was younger he stopped for a very long time and cross-dressing isn't something that he picked up until about two years ago and we talk about that we talk about what you know how he likes to cross-dress the whole adult baby diaper thing like how he does that and how far he takes it he has experimented at adult bookstores he talks a little bit about that and we also talk about his marriage and the state of it and how his wife felt when she found out uh what you know how much she knows i think she knows really everything and their issues that they're having as well uh his wife is not having sex with him at all. His biggest fear is that she's not into him since she saw him wearing diapers, but I don't think that that's the case. You're going to have to listen to the whole story, but he's basically in a sexless marriage too. I think he gets sex like maybe two times a year. We talk a lot about those issues. He's not old, but he's having old man problems. That's what I say to him. He's only like in his 30s and his girl's in his 30s. So we do talk a little bit about or a lot about, you know, his issues with his wife, how he could get past them, how she caught him, how she felt, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, it's a super interesting episode. So I'm going to be right back on with Mike. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Mike. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. So listen, Mike, you uh, have two things going on. You're a cross-dresser, correct? And you also have, the acronym is ABDL, ABDL. Adult so, Baby Diaper Lover, correct? There, there you go. So that that is, uh, I've been in that fetish since I was young, the uh, cross-dresser. You know, you know, I wore my sister's clothes when I was younger, but that kind of got knocked out. You know, mother was pretty strict. Uh, and then years later, you know, it, it popped back up. So, Right. Well, uh, you know, I don't know if you listened to my last guy uh, who I had on that was into that fetish. It was super interesting because... He could really trace it back to uh, when he was younger. His parents got divorced right after he came out of diapers. And so the only time he really felt secure in his life when his parents were together, he was wearing diapers. And so it was like super interesting to hear how that tied into when he's older, you know, putting them on made him feel comfortable because that was the time of his life that he felt the most comfortable do you like that whole adult baby diaper thing do you have any idea where it came from or how it ties into anything uh not not really uh when i was younger i used to i was into you know wedding i i have i really don't have any real memories of you know bed wedding or anything like that 
both my parents were pretty strict. Uh, both of them worked a lot of hours, so I was, you know, home defending for myself a lot uh, with my sister. My sister, you know, five years older than I am. It wasn't until I was at my grandmother's house and found some, you know, old Depends and uh, snuck those home and tried it for the first time. I think I was probably 11 or 12 years old. And then after that, something just kind of clicked. And, you know, I'm, I'm 34, so the, the internet was, wasn't really prevalent with that type of fetish. So you really had to do a lot of looking around, you know, as you would probably hear a lot of, a lot of people on the fetish, you know, everybody thought that they're were weird. And yeah. Or alone. You, you with were it. by your, you know, by yourself. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, as time went on, you, you know, you realize that a lot of people, especially now are, are into it. So. Yeah. But let's go back. Like, you know, you're 11 and you see your grandma's depends and you put them on, but like before that, you said you were like wearing your your sister's clothes. Like, did you have any memories of any kind of diaper thing going on or the cross dressing? Like, you know, clues of it when you were younger of both of your fetishes? Uh, no, not really. I, the the cross dressing, you know, wearing my sister's you know underwear and you know maybe maybe throwing on some of her pants or you know jeans or anything like that. That kind of popped up when I was you know probably. 14 when I was hitting puberty but when you were younger you don't remember being like staring at their clothes and wishing you could wear them or any kind of feelings and attraction to either women's clothing or diapers uh no not really I mean not that I could really think about I mean it just looking at looking at maybe my mom's magazines or something and you know kind of you know that, that looks good or you know I wonder what that feels like kind of thing so you did have that you remember looking at the women wearing the clothes and wondering what it would be like to wear them and how it felt that's right that's right all right that's interesting because i typically think these things are in there somewhere and sometimes there's little clues of it even if you don't pick it up until way later you know what do you think do you remember that first time that you got the inclination to try on your sister's stuff when you were older at 11 oh man that was uh so I would actually, uh, you know, sneak some of her underwear and uh, wear them to school. Oh, wow. That's pretty brazen. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I'm always like, what if you got in a fucking car accident? (laughs) Right. That's right. (laughs) You're not thinking, though. You're 11. So you would take your sister's panties and put them on and wear them to school. That's right. And uh, like I said, you know, she's five years older than I am. So, I mean, it. We, you know, we weren't talking just normal panties. I mean, we're thongs and, you know, uh, satin was a big thing back in that, that time frame. So, uh-huh. you know, it definitely, uh, you know, it's definitely a turn on for sure. And do you remember, I mean, was a part of the turn on besides wearing it and the feel of it was a part of the turn on like going to school and having people not know that you're wearing them underneath right now. Definitely. Right. Did you ever get busted when you were younger? Yes. Oh my god. My mom. I know you get busted mom, by your wife too. Okay, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my mom was, uh, like I said, very strict. Yeah. Uh, they they both worked. My mom and dad both worked a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom was definitely the one that did the discipline. But she always had this thing where she would search your room. 
You know, you, I felt like I never had any privacy when I was younger. Oh, God. And uh, she found them and confronted me about it. And actually put a, my, my sister had moved away and was going to college and put a lock on her door. So that you couldn't get in. Right. Right. Because she found this. What did she say to you? Uh, just, it's not, you know, gave me, gave me the speech of it, it's not normal. You know, you shouldn't be doing this and kind of left it at that. You know, I told her, you know, it was just something that I tried and, and went with that, you know. And, uh, did she you know, know you were wearing or did she just think you're like collecting? Because there's a very big difference. Oh, like some guys into sniffing women's panties, then a guy wearing them. No, she, she definitely, she, she found out I was wearing because she, she caught me later on wearing. She did later, even after she locked the door and thinks she's going to like, you know, make sure you don't do it again. She caught you yeah, wearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she messed up one time and left the lock unlocked. So it was a combination lock. So you could see what the combination was. So when she was working, I'd get home from school. I'd just, you know, go in there, unlock the door, get what I wanted out of there and then you know, lock it back. But <laughs> tell me how she caught you wearing. So typically I would do it while she was at work and she came home and I was taking a shower and uh, the clothes were laid out on the floor in the bathroom, you know, being young and dumb and just leaving stuff out. And she came in and saw them like, and there you are in the bathroom and you're in the shower and your clothes are on the floor and there's a girl's panties and there's no right. girl in there with you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what did she, did she flip out? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she definitely flipped out. So my sister, she had come home. She made me tell my sister I had to buy, oh, you know, give my sister money so she could, you know, replace the clothes that I had taken. Did you have a dad? Um, Did your dad get wind of this? My mom. So my dad's pretty strict. My mom was, you know, I was fortunate enough. She kind of kept that a secret. If he didn't know, he didn't lead on and let me know that he knew. She probably um, didn't tell him if she was smart. But she... They, they did find out about the, you know, diapers. Oh, get to that. I love all this get, getting caught stuff. But wait, let me just ask you, because that's that's like kind of, you know, maybe in her mind she didn't really realize, but forcing you to tell your sister, you know, there's probably some shame that you would feel involved in that. I mean, like, how did that feel for you to have to go and tell your sister, like, as a punishment? Uh, it was terrible because yeah. me and my sister both have a pretty good relationship and it was just, you know, trying to think of the word disowning, you know, yeah. not being honest, you know, and that, that really, that really put a stop to the cross-dressing at that, that time, you know, when my sister went back to college, she, she, you know, my mom made her take all of her clothes. So there was nothing there to, to use. And I wasn't really into, you know, using any of my mom's stuff. So now did um, it affect your relationship with your sister no. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, that's horrifying. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think she really understood what she was doing when she made you do that. Uh, but I think that that's very traumatizing. I think it was more of her trying to figure out a way to get me to stop. And it works because you did stop for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, well, I stopped. So that was probably 16 at that point, And I didn't start back until two three years ago 
Okay, we'll get to that, but tell me when they found out about the diapers, because you were like 11 when you picked those up at your grandma's house, right? Right. So I would, I picked those up from my grandmother's house, snuck those home, and, you know, I, I had always been into wedding. You know, I would wet my pants on purpose, and that would, my mom would freak out over that. Oh, um, but did she, did she, let me ask you this, did she know you were doing it on purpose, or she just thought you were having accidents? I think she thought I was doing accidents at first, but it, she, she caught on. She definitely caught on. Yeah. My, to, to give a little bit of background on my mom, my mom's an RN uh-huh. uh, nurse. Yeah. And, you know, she's, she, she knows. <laughs> right, right, right. She knows the deal. She's yeah. seen it all. She understands how the body works. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. So wait, as long as, wait, can we just dig into this little wedding thing? Because you mentioned it before and I just wanted to ask yeah. a couple questions. I remember where you're at in the story. You, as far back as you could remember, like what it is, what is it about wedding? Like you just like the way that it would feel like sitting in like wet underwear? Yes. Uh, you know, for, for some reason, you know, you never can, never can figure out why, you know, why the mind works the way it does. But well, yeah. I was mean, it I, calming I like... to you? Cause at that point you're, you don't really have hormones, right? So it's not like a sexual. That's, that's term. right. Yeah. So what yeah. was it to you? Like, what was the feeling that it gave you? Uh, you know, just calming you know yeah. relaxing just i can remember you know sitting sitting in the living room you know probably you know, eight years old and you know just wet my wet my pants on purpose and just sitting there right i wonder if because you know you did say you spent a lot of time alone like maybe you spent so much time in wet diapers and you weren't changed and there was something about attaching that to some part of your life where you were comfortable because that's a really interesting connection that you know being wet equates being relaxed you know just like that guy that like the diapers I mean it really made sense he was really able to put it back to a certain time and you know tie it into the whole divorce thing and it really made sense you know and so for you I wonder if there's something to do with when you were younger wearing diapers and sitting in them wet for longer than usual maybe I don't know I kind of maybe the attention you know you know the, the attention that I got from my mother, you know, it, most of the time it was bad. You know, she definitely oh, didn't like it. Oh, wait a second. That's kind of interesting because your mom's working all the time. She's never really around. But when you pee your pants, she focuses on you. That's right. Oh, and so did you feel a lack of attention from your mother when you were younger? Yeah, some, yeah pretty much. Yeah, that's, and and when you're really young, you really need that, you know? It's not even like a want, it's like a need, you know? So maybe at some level you figured out that was your way because she really focused on you and then you went and did that. That makes sense. That's right. And then, then, you know, when I finally, I I tried that uh, Depends diaper, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was great because, you know, you didn't make a mess, you know? You know, nobody likes the the mess of it. But oh my god, you, you know, probably you... ruined your mom's furniture. It's <laughs> fucking gross. You know, pee smell all over the house if you're peeing while you're sitting down watching TV, right? I don't know. That's that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, a- after that, there was only one pack, and I got caught, you know, taking those. So I would actually, you know, ride my bike down to, you know, Walgreens or CVS. That's what we have in our area, and actually buy some for myself the diapers yep how'd you get caught again like that she just found uh, them in your room or where yeah she she found she found them in the room she never caught me wearing 
And was your mother like, so your mother must have been so confused. Was she like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. It's, like, it's, a, lot yeah. of, it's a lot of stuff she's <laughs> catching you doing. I don't care what kind of nurse she is. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> There's no telling what they thought. I mean, I, there was definitely <laughs> threats of uh, taking me to uh, a therapist, which I never did get to a therapist, but there was definitely, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, we're going to take you somewhere and, you know, get this figured out. That might have um, helped you. Listen, I mean, therapy isn't a bad thing. I mean, she might have been taking you there to make you feel like because she thought you're weird. But like for you at that age, it probably would have really been helpful because here you were this little kid having all these feelings and being into all these things. And like you said, the Internet's not around. So you think you're the only one and you're being shamed because you're being caught and made to feel like you're a terrible person. And you, you're it's probably confusing for you. I mean, that was like hard. You probably would have been very you probably would have benefited from having a therapist at that time. Not for, like I said, to change your brain. But for you to figure out what the fuck was going on, you know? Yeah, I definitely, you know, looking back now, I definitely think it would have been a, a beneficial for me. Yeah. But, you know, now I think I got a pretty good grasp. Well, you do wind up getting caught by your wife. Your mother must have been like crying tears of joy when you got married to a woman because she was probably <laughs> like, oh, my God, my son's never going to find anyone. He's wearing diapers, women's panties. I mean, come on. So you wind up getting married. I know you're married and I know that your wife eventually catches you. That's right. So when I really got into dating, you know, I didn't really date too much in high school. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lie. I got, you know, picked on and, you know, just like be. For being the quiet kid, I never got called by friends or anything for my fetishes, but, you know, I was always the quiet kid, didn't, you know, hang out a lot or, you know, wasn't very bad. I tried to get good grades. You know, that that's one of the things that made my mom happy was good grades. So right. you know, I was, you know, I was a, a good kid. Right, Just right, right. School is brutal. Questions. School is fucking brutal. And you could get made fun of, like you said, just for being, like, quiet. It's <laughs> just like, yeah. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, you know, the, the diaper fetish kind of handed off a little bit. I would still do it time to time, you know, later on in life. You know, you get a job, you get a, you know, debit card and where you can buy stuff online. Bambino diapers was, you know, a, a the one of the first, you know, like ABL diaper that you could get. So, you know, I, I bought some of those. My mom caught those and found those two and throw them away. She wouldn't really say anything at this point. She would just, you know, throw them away. But uh, then I, I started, you know, dating and things on the fetishes kind of tapered off. It's both, both of the fetishes now are definitely sexual for me. It's a turn on. So naturally when you're Having sex, you know, it, it relieves the sexual tension of the fetish and it kind of goes to the, the back of the mind. You don't think about it. Uh-huh. So the year before me and my wife got married, she wanted to use my computer, which, you know, no problem at all. I had forgot I had a picture saved of myself in a diaper. Oh, yay, yay. So I remember, you know, oh she, she, text, she texts me and... Uh, <laughs> was like, what, what is this? Like, sends me the picture. So, you know, I, I have to, that was just a ton of bricks on your shoulders. Like, oh my God. You know? Yeah. I mean, what do you do? I would like, you want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly. maybe like you just drop dead. It would be so easy then to have to actually explain that and have that conversation. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so it was uh it was definitely it was definitely weird you know it, it was an old picture you know it was you know two years 
before you know before me and her and you know we had been to Dayton and I hadn't really been participating in the, the fetish you know I was being taken care of by my wife you know sexually so she just you know wanted to know what it was about and kind of left it on the back burner I told her it was something that I was into she you know alluded to she was definitely not into it and that it was weird to picture her husband wearing diapers yeah fiance yeah mm-hmm. but you know we have a great relationship you know we have a lot of likes you know hobbies i would say so you know but she just kind of looked past it and we got married she did catch me later on i actually you know it, the fetus came back so you know participated in it and went from there she pretty much told me that if it was something that it was so important to me in life that you know you can continue to do it just i don't want any parts of it Right. But that's, so that's smart. Instead of telling you don't do it, because I think a lot of times people tell it's like your mother, you know, telling you you can't do this and stopping it. If someone has an inclination, for something, they're not going to not do it. What they're going to do is just do it and they're going to do it behind your back and they're going to fucking lie about it. So you want someone to lie? No, let them do it like your wife. Like you could do it. Just do it. Right. Instead of she got to keep fucking catching you. But just she's not right. into it, which I think is, is cool of her. So that that goes on for a while. You know, Instagram, that life, you know, they're they're all pretty prevalent now. So you, you see different things and introduce yourself in different fetishes. I, I'm the type of person, I'm a very high sex drive, high, you know, experiment. I'll, I'll try anything once, right? Yeah. So cross-dressers, you know, would pop up time to time in the, in the ABDL fetish. And uh, it clicked again you know, from when I used to steal my sister's clothes. So I tried it, liked it, and I dressed here and there, mainly mainly in the wintertime because I'm, you know, I, I work a lot and have that redneck farmer's tan. So it really doesn't look good for taking pictures in the summertime. So mainly cross-dressings in the winter. But I'm trying to think of my train of thought. I bought some... You're getting back um, into the cross-dressing. I mean, because th- you really yeah, did yeah, yeah. put it to rest when your mother caught you I, that I last for, time. For a long time. That's so, right. and we're talking now, we're up to like, we're like at two years ago. That's that's right. Right? Yeah. You you were still tending to the di- the diapers fetish, but that's, you that's hadn't right. dressed or worn anything. Exactly. Okay. And, I, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm bad about, you know. I, I rushed through a story, so you'll have to. No, stop you're doing me good. You don't worry. Don't worry. Keep going. <laughs> so, I, de- I definitely I didn't want to wear any of my wife's clothes. You know, you know, I want to buy my own stuff. So, you know, I would go to Target or Walmart, and I, I bought some pants or thighs, and uh, I accidentally left the package in the trash can. And she opens the trash can and says, "What the hell is this?" Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> You're like, you're just, you're just like that, that person that just gets caught. You better never cheat on her or anything because whatever you do, you get caught. You're just that guy. You know, some people have that. My, my sister has a kid right. who's like that. He, and no matter what he does, he gets caught. That's you. Just know that. <laughs> know thyself. <laughs> uh, I'm, that's one thing I can say. I'm very loyal to my wife. I'll but I'm just saying, but don't steal anything. Don't do anything ever because whatever you do, you get caught. End of story. But go on. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so she, she sees she, the pantyhose, the the packaging. 
does not like it at all. It's definitely not like the diapers. She is not having it. Wondering why, you know, am I, am I gay? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Of am course. I still into her? Or, yeah. And, uh, you know, I kind of, kind of got ahead, you know, as I said before, you know, everything for me on fantasy wise is drive by, you know, sexual desires. When me and my wife were dating and then when we first got married, you know, sex life was great. And then it stopped. The like, sex I, I being know, good, you mean, or the sex life in general just stopped? Sex, sex life in general just stopped. Okay. Like, you know, me and, me and my wife were trying to figure it out. Uh, she's questioning if she's, you know, asexual. She, you know, she doesn't think about it or, or doesn't feel good to her anymore. She on the pill? No, she's um, not on any. Yeah, we did. We we did have a kid. You know, we did have a kid two years into our marriage, and I was wondering that. I was wondering if that had something to do with. Was it, it yeah. after the kids? Yes. Yep. Yeah, she should get her hormones checked because you know, listen, hormones have a lot to do with stuff like that. So if she's never ever uh, <clears throat> thinking about sex, and she was at some point in her life, she's not asexual. She just might have some sort of hormonal change that happened after her baby, and maybe she's not right. I mean, how how do you how do you ask her about that or tell her that? You know? How do you not? I mean, you're never getting <laughs> fucked. I mean, get, aren't you going to say, like, what is she? <laughs> I mean, that should be a conversation you're having. I don't know how hard that is. I don't know. I'm a I mean, very... we've, had, we've had it. <laughs> like, we've had it before, for sure. But, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should yeah. say, like, I mean... Listen, you 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 have that conversation as if like you're her. First of all, you're her husband, but you're also her friend. You're her companion. You're her, you know, partner. I you want to help someone. She should have a sex drive. She should find that. She should try to fix that. You know, you would be helping her by saying like, "Hey, have you like look into your hormones? Like, you know, let's figure this out together." Yeah, yeah I mean, I uh, this this year for this year for an example, we've had sex twice. Yeah, I mean, as loyal as you are, 10 years from now, you're going to be banging somebody, okay? Like, how, how long could you go without having sex for the rest of your life? Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. You're never going to have sex? Come on. It's tough. I mean, we've been married. uh, I was wrong. Let's say we've been married for 11 years, and this has been going on since the second year of marriage. So you get laid maybe a couple times a year? Yes, that's it. And do you just like service yourself as far as like like jerking off to all these fetishes and stuff? That's that's right. Yep. Wow. That's a shame. You need to fix that. You know, I, I I'm taping three episodes. Say the guy I talked to before this has had similar stuff too, and he just like I don't know. It's just very interesting to me. I mean, you have a very like you have these very interesting fetishes going on, but you also have a very interesting issue in your marriage that is a real big fucking red flag. You know, uh, something's going on there. You know, she's not asexual. Could she be depressed? Uh, I mean, she's always really cared about how she's looked. You know, she thinks about. How people look at her or view her. I mean, and, and 
Does she not feel good about how she looks now, though? I mean, like, did her look like sometimes after a baby you gain weight and stuff, you know? I I guess. But I mean, she she is she is the girl that is. Drop dead gorgeous, but doesn't think she is. Right. And she doesn't know. But yeah. And the problem is with that is that no matter how gorgeous you think she is, self-esteem comes. It's called self-esteem. It comes from yourself. You can't make her feel better about herself. She needs to get that for herself. You know what I mean? It really comes down to how she sees herself. It doesn't matter. You could tell her every day, you know, if she doesn't feel good, even if you tell her she does look good, that she's going to believe herself, you know? Right. That's that's right. That's exactly. I think that's exactly where she's at in her in her head. You know, she's she's not big. You know, she's normal. Weight, but is she bigger know? than she was? No. No. Well, with something's I mean, going on with her. I'm just telling you that something's going on with her, and you know, it, it's a it's a big elephant in the room. And then I don't know, like. Why wouldn't you be wearing pantyhose and diapers? Soon you should be fucking hookers. I mean, what does she expect you to do? Getting laid two times a year. <laughs> she should be going out and buying you uh, uh, pantyhose. I don't know. because Does she feel bad that she's never... Like, do you get blowjobs? No, nah, no. Nah. Do you get to you go still. down on her? Uh, oh, yeah. I'd love to. But do you? Uh, she don't like it. She doesn't like it because she doesn't like losing control. Oh, yeah. She's got she just needs to talk to someone. She's not asexual. She just got some issues. You know, she needs to deal with it. She's young, too. She's in her 30s, right? That's right. Yeah, we're the same age. Yeah. I mean, you guys have your whole lives ahead of you. You got to tend to this shit. Okay. this is like this is old people problems. You know, this is like an old man (laughs) that's married for with someone for 50 years and his poor wife's in menopause and she doesn't want to fuck him anymore. Like this is like old man problems here. You guys are too young (laughs) to be having these problems. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In a nice way, I've tried to tell her that, but it's, you know, she's just got a mental block or something. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know what comes first, but when you get into that place, I'm sure she's not happy. She can't be happy where she's at. You know, there's probably some depression going on and it all comes down. And then once you lose hope and you're depressed for so long, you just forget what it's like to not be depressed and it just becomes you know your way of life and she might be so far away from happy that she doesn't even remember what happy is and she just thinks like how she is now is normal and that's a scary place to be because it's very hard to get back from that you know what I mean because she has no reference she's been you this has been for so long you're you guys have been in a very dysfunctional odd kind of sexless marriage for 10 years, nine years, that's a long time. So there's no reference anymore of what is normal. This is your normal, but it's really not. You know what I mean? And you could have so much more. Yeah, I mean, you know, and then it's it's such full, it's frustrating sexually. And then, you know, with me doing these fetishes, it, it works until you reach your climax, right? And then after that, it's like, guilt right and then and i shouldn't be doing this right 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 but you're going there because where else are you gonna go right 
That's right. Swear, I, I taped someone this morning, okay? Another guy. He had a panty fetish. But you know what we talked about? It was like a fucking therapy session. It was like his issues with in his <laughs> marriage. No, serious. Because his wife doesn't give him attention and he doesn't feel right. And so he's and he just goes and escapes in his uh, fetish. And that's where he goes because it's like his release. And he could go there and he could get himself off. But it doesn't solve any problem. You know, he comes back to his life. And where his life within his marriage is not good. That's the same shit that you're going through. Yeah, I've never looked at it that way. I mean, it's two things you have going on. You have these interesting fetishes. One has nothing to do with the other. I mean, you do have these fetishes, and they are uh, something that are that's in you, and it is interesting, and it gives you sexual satisfaction, and you get to play around, and your wife knows about it, so you're kind of out and proud, which is kind of good. You know, that's half the battle. But Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I wish she was a little bit more uh, into it. You know, She's not even into of, oral sex. This bitch doesn't even want you to go down on her. How do you expect her to be interested in all this other the extra stuff? I mean, this stuff I know, is. I, know. I mean, you're I like. Wanna... She's not even into A, B, and C. You're asking for like <laughs> Z. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't even like any kind of sex. That's well, so never, you can't expect her to like seeing you in pantyhose. Ever, you know, ever since. We were together. I've always kind of forced her. You know, what what are your fetishes? But she, I don't have any. Women don't really have fetishes. I'll tell you that. But they do have things that they're into. And I'll tell you something. When you're a woman, especially if you're 34, you have eggs inside of you. Okay. And they come down once a month. You are born with those eggs. They're in you until you're like around 50. And then you don't have any more left. And every time those eggs drop, you get really fucking horny because you're an animal and you're supposed to procreate. So it's just like it's nature. Nature makes you wake up like needing to get fucked because you have to have babies. It's a natural process. If she's not having that natural process happening something's going on she might have PCOS she has some sort of hormonal imbalance probably and that doesn't help with depression or anything women's feelings emotions sex drive it all has to do with hormones and their hormones go through a whole roller coaster every year I'm a woman I understand you don't understand women men aren't ruled by their fucking hormones okay women are and it's cyclical and stuff and she's not having anything something's going on with her And she might not be capable of getting herself out of it because she's too depressed and she's been this way for too long. You need to help her out of it. You need to talk to her about going to the doctor and figuring out what the fuck is wrong with her. Well, I mean, I I will say this. I mean, when we, you know, when we were trying to get pregnant, uh, she did have to take hormone medication to get pregnant. She did? Yeah. Right. So she might have a hormonal thing. And listen, hormones problems are common, but they're also easily fixed if you get with the right doctor. Nowadays, there's all these telemedicine places that do hormone stuff like it used to be super expensive to get hormone testing and find doctors to really work on that because they're never covered by insurance. But there's a lot of telemedicine stuff, people that do that and everything. And she just needs a full workup. And to look into it. But I think the problem with her is that she's so far gone that she doesn't care that she has no sex drive. Do you know what I mean? And that's what happens to women in menopause. It's the same thing. Like I said, this is like an old man problem, but you guys are just having it when she's 30. But this is like what happens to women in menopause. They just lose their desire. And then they don't have a desire to have a desire. Do you know what I mean? Why do they care? They don't care. They really don't. There's zero thing. This Your poor girl thinks she's asexual. She's not asexual she could be having a big hormone imbalance problem like she could have early onset menopause women have that that's a real thing some people have late 
Some people have early. If she has that, there's things she could do. Yeah, we'll definitely have to, you know, have to try to talk her into doing it. But, you know, it's like, it's like you said, she's so far into this is how I am that she doesn't, you know. Yeah, but you have to to do it for her. You're her partner. You have to help her. Like, she's like, she should be your best friend. That's how, like, partnerships, you should look at it. You know, like, you have to help her do this for her. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. Because it it will be for you. It'll be for you. I mean, it, you know, I, I look back at it like this, you know, I look back at my, my fetishes that I have. I mean, she hasn't, you know, she wasn't the girl that was like, I want a divorce now, you know. Exactly. She, you know, we work, we work through it. So, I mean, we definitely uh, job together, you know, relationship wise. But Yeah. So if you're like, you know, so do that for her, no matter what she pushes back on, you have to be the one that's going to get you guys out of this problem. She's not going to, she's too far gone. She's depressed. She's not happy. And if you don't tend to this, like I said, I don't care how loyal you are 10 years from now, you're going to be doing something behind her back. Okay. Because you just can't go on for the rest of your life like this. Oh, it's, it's a, it's a challenge every day. (laughs) Right. Of course it is. You know, so and listen, at at the end of the day, at first she might be annoyed that you're tending to this and trying to get her to do stuff and everything. But if you get her on the other side and you get her back to having like feelings and sexual desire and feeling good about herself and getting back in touch with that part of her body, she will thank you for it because she can't be happy. She sounds depressed. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, I mean it, and then yeah. I mean it, the anxiety and you know, kind of depression on my part is, you know, that I make her this way because of my fetishes. You know, she just, you know, she's staying, and she's staying in the relationship because, you know, of just the kid, or you know, she's comfortable, or you know. Is she not attracted to me because of these fetishes? You know, that all goes through your mind. Yeah, well, let me ask you this. Like, did the her, like, sexual desire for you go out the window? You said it happened, like, two years in. Like, was that when she caught you wearing diapers? Mm, I was, you know, I kind of thought about that. But she caught me with the diapers before we even got married. Okay, so I, I don't think it has right, to do yeah. with that. I really don't. I think it's, like, probably a physical problem that she has. And listen, at the end of the day, if you guys get some help and work on this, like, what are you going to do? Just avoid that question? Like, what if it is that, right? I get that that's your biggest fear, right? For sure. Especially from your history, the way you were caught, the way you were made to feel when you were caught, especially because you do have these uh, very out-of-the-box fetishes that a lot of women might not be able to deal with, okay? That's a fact. You know that. You're not dumb, right? I mean, it is a big pill to swallow for a girl maybe you know but she was okay with it and but I know that like I I could understand that your biggest fear would be like oh you guys sort of tend to this part of your relationship and she finds out like really what it is is that she's not attracted to you but like you need to go there and you need to figure that out because just sitting in this place where you're at now isn't benefiting either of you right yeah I mean I've asked her before you know if that was that yeah. was the reasoning, or and and she denies. I mean, she says no. So, I mean, I, I don't know. If she's just telling me that just to say it, but I don't think so because you she it happened in two years after that everything was fine. Like it happened way before. And then when did she find the pantyhose? How long after the two? You know, when did that go in this timeline? Oh, she, she 
she she just found that like two years ago. So right. So no, far, far into the marriage, it doesn't it doesn't track. I really don't think that 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 is the case. Like, does she jerk off? Does she masturbate? Does she do anything? You know, yeah. I mean, she's definitely you know had her fair share of you know toys. Not you know. Do you know not, she plays you know, with them? Mm, she doesn't. You know, dildo wise, but vibrators, yeah. So she does use her vibrators on herself, but she doesn't want to fool around with you. That's that's right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a little bit different. Do you know, could she maybe be gay? Like, did you, did you ever ask her if she has any fantasies about women? Yeah, I mean, I asked her and, you know, I, look, I'm I'm open to that. I mean, yeah, because you could be the girl. You could be the girl. Right? In the I mean, if she's, <laughs> yeah. if, she's, <laughs> if she's into that, I mean, but no, I mean, she, you know, she claims she uses them when she's, you know, ending her, you know, time of the month cycle. And when she's so she does get horny around that time right 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 yeah so and that's normal but she doesn't want to have actual sex with you yeah she needs to te- you know she's got to figure that out something's going on there for sure i mean I, and, and my biggest thing you know I, I love her to death but i don't want her going through the rest of her life you know disappointed or you know feels like she's settled yeah, no, exactly. I mean, like I said, I, I understand why your fear is that it could be you and not her, you know, and you don't, you have to like unpack that by going into that problem and trying to fix it and resolve it somehow, because you, it's just, you, you're not going to be able to sustain your marriage. Uh, I mean, I, I can't believe it has been sustained for this long. Well, I, she was my friend. Yeah. I'd be like, I would totally be sure, and I know that you're not, right? But I would be like, for sure, your husband's cheating on you. Like, no guy could go eight years without a blowjob, without sex, you know? And I would be wrong because you haven't actually cheated on her. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty loyal. I mean, you know, everybody's experimented before. You know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, when I first got into the cross-list, cross-dressing, I have gone to a, you know, adult bookstore, you know, tried a glory hole out one time and... You know, when you when you try something and you look back on yourself and you're like, yep, I tried it and it's not for me. But at least you did because, you know, right, because maybe you maybe you thought this maybe I would be into this, but at least you tried it and you realized you weren't. Yeah, I mean, I, my, the, the cross dressing for me is just, I don't know, maybe like a stress. I got a pretty high profile job, you know, and I don't really get too much time to myself for, you know, just. I feel, you know, when I when I cross dress, I feel pretty. Yeah, and that's like a release or an escape. That's right. Right. It, that's interesting. You know, I, I do I do like butt stuff. I like anal. Right. But not not with a guy, just toys. Right. So, like pegging and stuff. Now, do you, did you ever bring that into your relationship with your girl when you guys were having sex? Yeah, I tried. You know, I told her. You know, I told her I'd like I'd like for her to do it, and she's like, oh, "I'm not really, maybe not." So, I mean, she didn't flat out say no, but she didn't say yes. <laughs> right. So, does she know though that you have toys that you use on yourself? Uh, I'm yeah. assuming that's what uh, you yeah. do. Oh uh, yeah, by far. I, I don't try to hide anything from her. Right. Do you guys just like jerk off right next to each other in bed? <laughs> I'm like, I trying to figure out how this all goes down. Because <laughs> it sounds like I mean, you know, you're having uh, a fun time, but like, where are you doing all this? Where is she? No, I mean, you know, I'll take off work some days or, you know, right. at, at night when I'm in the shower or, you know, 
and she could be doing the same while I'm working. You know, she could be taking care of herself while I'm working. I've never been real jealous type, you know, if uh-huh. she wants to take care of herself, you know, I'm more than happy to. But right. I would like to be included sometimes, you know. Do you fully dress now? Uh, I do, but I'm not, you know, I don't try to be passable. Right. But do you dress at home in front of her or is it mostly in private? No, no, that's all in private. That's all yeah. in private, right. And yeah. the diaper I mean, thing, do you wear to school, like to work and stuff? I have before, yeah. But, you know, I keep it I keep it private. You know, I'm not out there trying to show off. You know, if I'm out there not working and I'm doing it, you know, going out and just having fun, I here recently have kind of discovered that I like to, I mean, I can't speak, humiliation part of it. Oh, okay. Which when you're wearing the diaper, or when you're yes. dressed up, uh, wearing a diaper. Yeah. And what's you like? What what? In what way do you like to be humiliated? Like you're wearing them and you look dumb. Mm. Like you just for the fact that you're wearing them, humiliated in that way, or yeah, that and you know maybe maybe getting caught by somebody. You know. Oh right, interesting. So do you push the limits? Sometimes I have. Right. You were doing that when you were little. I mean, weren't you wearing them to school? Or is that your sister's yeah, underwear? I, that, that was my sister's <laughs> underwear. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe it's still like the attention, you know? Remember, like a lot of this started because you wanted your mom's attention. Yes. Very well possibility, you know. I, I, I've never, you know, dressed, you know, woman's clothes out in public or anything like that. We, we kind of live in a, a small town, so it'd be kind of hard. When I wear her out in public with uh, the diapers or what have you, I go to uh, we're we're right on the state line of two states, so I you know I go over to the next state, go to the mall or something like that. And now, do you like? Because I'm assuming you're into the wedding thing. Is that what the diapers is for, so that you could like wet yourself and walk around and the wet and the wetness be there at the same time? Is that what it is? That's 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 right. Yep. Right. It's um, not just the diaper never... by itself, right? It's more the wet the wedding. Yes. Yep. S- interesting. Um, but ne- never any of the other, just, just wedding. Right. No poop is what you're saying. <laughs> That's right. You'd be surprised. People, people in that life, you, do, do you do number two? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, of sure. I, you know, in all the years I've been doing my show, I've been doing my show like eight years now, maybe or nine. I don't know. But in the beginning I had to go on Craigslist, you know, and thank God Craigslist was around in the beginning because I, was just starting out and I didn't know where to get callers from. So I would go on there and I right. would be, I would put ads, but I would also, you know, uh, reply to ads. And I was dying to get somebody on that was into uh, like shit or scat or whatever that's called, you know, cause I've never had that. <laughs> and I like, yeah. I've had a couple people email me about it. And I had one guy who actually called on the DL, you know, I do these private calls with people that I don't air. And I had a guy and he called with his wife in the car with him. I mean, they were talking about it and he was into that. But besides that, I have never had somebody on with that. But I know it exists, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, like I said before, you know, I'll try anything one time. You know, I tried it one time. and It was, you know, it was that it was that moment. You're like, nope, that's definitely not for me. Right. So you tried to suck it. When you went to the glory hole, did you suck a dick or did you get your dick sucked or did you do both? Like, uh, what did you do? I, <laughs> the I, I was I was doing the sucking. Yeah. Oh, OK. So you had a dick in your mouth and you weren't into it. That's that's right. Yeah. Right. I, but I mean, look, I mean, when you're really really horny and you're really into the moment you know it always it comes back to you but you 
you know, you tell yourself, you're like, look, you know, you tried it and you didn't like it. So, you know, but you'll think about it sometimes. Like, right. I, so sometimes know. when you're dressed, is it typically when you're dressed? Oh, definitely. Yep. Right. So when you're a girl and when you're in your female self and you're, it, you think about men. That's, that's right. Yep. Yeah. That's but, um, typical. not, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. You know, I got, the the person's got to be clean now like a lot of i've never even you know even not dressing my whole life i've always you know i don't like hair i I do have a beard but you know leg hair arm hair uh it's all got to go just hair you take you get rid of that for yourself yes oh yeah oh interesting so you shave all the time all of that you should go get lasered you know i lasered Uh, my whole body before i got my son because I'm like, right. I, I had all my guy friends telling me that, like, oh, once you get have a baby, you're never going to shave your legs. My wife's legs, she never <laughs> shaves them. And I was like, oh, you know. And so I literally got everything, my arms, my legs, my underarms, my upper lip, my vag, my everything, you know, everything lasered off. I spent the whole year doing it, you know, because you got to do it consecutively and really. But after you do do it, you're good to go for the rest of your life. It's great. It's like the greatest thing I ever did. That's definitely that's definitely on the list to do. I mean, you should and, do it because you know, my wife. Yeah, go my on. wife doesn't care. You know, she's she said, you know, I've done it ever since we've been married or together. So I mean, she knows it's just something I do. It will um, change your life, you know. And I and yeah. just so you know, because I I became very good friends with the girl that lasered me. She's fucking great. If anyone lives in uh, New York City and is listening to this, go to uh, go to uh, Jen at Advanced Der- Dermal Laser. She's the fucking best. And she dealt with a lot of guys. A lot of guys go in there and get fucking lasered. You know what I mean? Uh, and it will change your life. Because, I mean, shaving your legs and everything all the time, uh, that's a lot of work. And then you get the razor <laughs> stubble and the burns and the bumps. And when you do the Look. laser, it is gone forever. It really does work. I, I don't know if you've... Uh... I don't know if you've seen the hair erasers that have been advertising lately. No. Like on Amazon. Or, no. Oh my God, don't try it. What is no, it? You, you don't, you don't need it, but oh, that's, you know, that's advertised as a hair removal, but it's like an eraser and it, you know, it kind of cuts the hair as it goes. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. I broke out. Burn. Terrible. <laughs> worst pain in my life. Oh my, my wife's, you know, she's just joking, laughing the whole time. She thinks it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because she's like, now you know what I go through, like <laughs> shaving my legs and my crotch and everything. It's so annoying. That's why, honestly, yes. I did it. And it was the smartest thing because when you do have a baby, like you do, I get why girls don't want to shave their legs at the end of the night. It's a lot of fucking work taking care of a baby. And so the fact that I never had to shave my armpits ever again in my whole life or my all my legs or my bikini line especially because you get bumps over there I mean it's just it's like the best thing you'll like love it and it's and it's quick if you go to somebody it could be costly it'll cost you a couple thousand dollars but it's really worth it and it does last as long as you keep up with it dedicate like a year of your life to doing it because you got to go like every four weeks or whatever but it's it's once you're done you're done I've never had to go back it uh, definitely sounds like a, a good investment. Yes, especially because your wife doesn't care and you like to have it all the time. You're the perfect guy. I mean, listen, I think some guys that are hiding this and stuff, they can't really do it, you know. But for you, if your wife's down, go do it. It'll change your life. But, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I don't care what people think of me. I mean, that's that's one thing that I would say with my wife. You know, she she definitely cares what people think. She doesn't have a lot of friends. But me, I'm just out there. I, I don't care. That's cool. Do any of your friends know about your fetishes? 
No. Yeah, no No. need for people to know, really. Especially because it's very sexual in nature. It's like, you know... I mean, it's it's mainly mainly because of my job. I'm pretty well known in my area for my job. <laughs> right. So you can't let like word get out of it. But it's your private no, business no. anyway. Do me a favor and make sure to tend to your issues with your girl because I think that they need to be tended to. Uh, you know, what else do I want to ask you? Now, do you have any pictures that you want to submit? You know, I do have a cross-dressing tier on my Patreon. So sometimes for them, I sure. get like extra I mean, pictures. If I'll you definitely... want to send in any pictures dressed up, like I could post them there for my on my cross-dressing tier. I also have a Discord that you get access to for free since you called in. And I'll give you that link when your episode is up. Because it's a Fetish Friday and sometimes I do, you know... Uh, girl talk uh, episodes on Fridays. Uh, the poor people yeah. who call in for my fetish Fridays, it takes a long time for their episodes to go up. But because right. I haven't had an adult diaper one in a while, like this should probably be up sooner than later. It just takes a while because I don't air them like every single week, you know, but it will be up soon. Uh, please tend to things with your wife. Get on that. Yeah, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, Help her. I like I said, I mean, we're in a we're in a small town, small area, so there's not a lot of you know big doctors or anything. But like you don't that. need so it. I'm going to tell you, there's a there's these. Uh, I'll, I'll email you the name of the place that I go to for hormones. There's these uh, hormone optimization places now. It's all telemedicine. It's called. There's one called Ele- I'll just tell you the names. One is called Elevate. They're not in my city, but they do most cities, and they're really good. Or DeFi, DeFi Medical, or Elevate. They're not even expensive. If your lab, if you can't get your labs covered, the the most you'll pay is two fifty for the blood work and like two hundred for the, uh, you know, interview. And they'll like really go through her hormones and really look and do a whole thing checkup. You're never gonna find that kind of uh pricing for hormones anymore. Like, but now that it's done telemedicine. You know, and you could do it over the phone with out-of-state doctors this way because yeah. they have a lot of people. They could charge way less than what you normally were charged going to doctors that specialize in hormones. And it's never covered by insurance. They charge so much. You pay thousands and thousands of dollars. And it's just not like that anymore. So you could do these, uh, go to these companies, Elevate or DeFi, and uh, have her hormones checked out. Just tell her to go look into it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll... I'll... I can call you back and let you know how it goes. Yeah, I'm going to do a whole episode on it. It's going to be an interesting conversation. That's for sure. Help her. Like I said, you know, you're going to help her. That's what your partner is there for. You would want that, you know, you'd want her to do that for you. If you were going through something, she's going through something. She needs help. Most definitely. All right. So cool. So anyway, Mike, thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story. Good luck with everything and keep me posted. I will. Thank you. Go get lasered. (laughs) (laughs) Probably will. You should. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.